0: hang with rg each week we discuss business finance real estate investing you ready to change your life let's go hey guys welcome to the podcast hang with rg so excited to have you here welcome welcome please at the end of this Remember to click on the button and subscribe and uh, rate it. Join us every week, as every week we go through different things on finance, real estate, entrepreneurship, how to build uh, monies, and all of those good things. And talking strategies. And let me adjust my chair here. And uh, you know, also uh, the video. Join us out there on the YouTube channel. It is hang with our GRG Williams. Guys, very excited. All of uh, of this week has been a very interesting thing. I've I uh, hired a uh, a personal branding coach. I guess we could call it Wes Blackwell. In and, and things are going really cool. And, and I, you know, those of you who know me know it's some of the stuff on on social uh, uh, social medias, Facebooks, and so forth. I'm all over the place. I don't know enough about it. And so when you don't know enough about it, you jump in. And the greatest thing is either you take the time to learn how to do it or you hire somebody who's been there, done that, doing it better than you can. So this week, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that thought pattern that when you're a real estate investor, um, how things are changing. You know, All of a sudden, you're going from one career to a new career. You're talking with people. Um, you know, different things. Because the first thing that, one of the things that I like to do in, in, in training class, in the marketing and, and branding that, that I go through is the first question I'll ask is, what do you do? What do you do for income? And I'll get a myriad of things, right? I'll get, uh, oh, I'm a, I, I'm a real estate investor. And you know, which is fine because most people have been taught that as they go through a class. And most of the people that get to my my marketing classes take it because they've gone to other seminars, and they need to really learn how to market their product uh, themselves. The scripting, what to say to sellers, what to say to buyers, how to build all that out. So in that class, as I ask that question, "What is it you do?" I'll get, "Hey, I'm a doctor." Um, I'm a, a you know, a, a, an engineer, I'm an architect, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, uh, I'm a mom, I, you know I get all this stuff, and, and I always come back to them after I finish because I'll go through the whole class, 20, 30, 40 people in there and, and I'll ask, uh, and, and then I'll follow that up with, I didn't ask what you do, or excuse me, I didn't ask who you are. I asked, "What do you do?" And see, we've always been brought up with the fact that, hey, I'm a doctor. Okay, What does that mean? And when, you know, a friend of mine, he is uh, Dan Jurgens. He is a chiropractor in Southern California. And it was always fun listening to him. He was like, Dan, what do you do?" And He goes, "Man, I crack people's bones." And it was great because it got people laughing. It got people thinking, right? It cracks people. What do you you mean? I'm a chiropractor. See, so that's the whole thing is what is it you do? What is it you do? Then the following question is how do you do it? And then the follow-up question is how can you do it for them? Now the challenge comes. And this is where I want to go in and, and your thought patterns today, and talk to you, and get you thinking through things. So many people come from a new career, or an older career, or a, a long career, or even whatever unemployment, and and so forth, and get into real estate, and then they start talking to all of their friends that they're a real estate investor. And let's say that you've had a corporate job for the longest time, where you've been, you know, in a cubicle, or you've been management, or Um, You know, one of my students is a hospice nurse. Another one of my students is a uh, uh, hospice caregiver, I guess we could say. And and, uh, another one uh, was in the airline industry. And when you sit back and you go, okay, well, you're retiring from or you're coming from that career into the new career of real estate investing. And when you start talking to your friends and family and so forth, what happens is they go, (laughs) no, you're not. You're a hospice caregiver. You're not a real estate investor. I, okay, okay, fine. You know, so so the challenge comes is that people know you for who they have known you for. Does that make sense? People know you for who they have known you for so long, right? So, some of the people in, in, in my different realms, uh, like my, uh, you know, take off on my motorcycle. And I love the, I love Harley-Davidson's. I love the look of, of the bike. I've got custom bikes, as, as most of you know. And So, when I get on, there's, you know, you, I'm, I'm either in, in leathers or Levi's and boots and, and uh, um, vests or jacket. And, uh, you know, my do-rag goggles, so forth. And that's just the look, right? So those people that know me in the biker community would know me from that. If they would meet me on, um, say, in one of my presentations, then I'm going to be in a shirt, a vest, uh, you know, a button-down you know, dressed up, that kind of stuff. I'm not going to have my do-rag on, obviously, and I'm not going to have my leathers on. And so they're going to look at it and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Now, some of those that, let's go the other direction. When I was CEO uh, for a major corporation or a major seminar company back in uh, 2003 to 2007, and I always showed up in, you know, my, my uh, suit pants, let me back that up. I said 2003 to 2007. How about 2005 to 2007? Uh, I'd show up, you know, my suit pants, a, a nice button-down shirt, my tie. Uh, very seldom did I wear a suit coat, but if I needed to be in a suit to present, uh, you know, and talk to other uh, um uh, high management, those kind of things and it not always be that. And and then anytime we would do seminars because it wasn't my company there was the rules, guidelines and so forth that I wouldn't and so for you, those of you out there listening to me and uh, versus the, the YouTube channel yeah, I, I have earrings and I've had earrings since 1986 so I, I have lots of tattoos and I've had tattoos since the 90s and that's just the style I like. That doesn't mean anybody has to appreciate it or like it because I don't get any of it for anybody else but for me, which is another very good point we'll bring up in a different seminar or in a different podcast. But when I was working as that, the, the, the uh, presentation, representation, whatever you want to title it, of that particular company was the dress code of shirt, tie, long sleeve shirt presentable all those kind of things when you're at the office or or working in public so for many 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 years no one knew i had tattoos right because i was always in my uh, yes my sleeves i'd roll up uh, but i didn't even have my three-quarter tattoo sleeves i only had my half sleeves and Anybody out there knowing what I mean? It says a half sleeve comes down to your elbow, three-quarter comes down to uh, just above the wrist and so forth. Full sleeve will take in down and over to the wrist and so forth. Okay, so there's there's a little uh, education on tattoos, right? <laughs> okay, but I had that. Nobody knew, right? So it was when they would see me offside, it was like, man, I never knew really you had tattoos. When did you get those? And I remember one of the owner's sons after 2007 when I, I had uh, quit, resigned, retired, whatever, From that position, uh, I went in and was talking with him one day. And as I came in, had my earrings in, and he went, "Oh my gosh, RG, you went out and got earrings and or got your ears pierced." And I was like, "Yeah, 1986." Oh, well, you never wear them. Was my company, and you know, I said, "Your dad just never wanted that." Oh, whoa, oh, I didn't know. Okay. You know, I look at a lot of the the basketball players and they have their on-court uniform and they have their off-court uniform. And so when you start looking at it when people are going to start talking to you and you bring up, "Hey, I'm a real estate investor," they're not going to believe you and it's always this Oh my goodness! I didn't know this side of you. Oh my goodness! What? Oh, you just did this. Oh, are you crazy? You know, and for seminar, or for for real estate investors, a lot of us attend seminars, and a lot of us will go to that. You know, the the system where you go into a seminar and then you pay. You know, for a mentor, and you work with a mentor. And those who don't go that path are, you know, lost and it it lost in the fact of they don't understand why we went that path. Yes, you can learn everything. You can grab books. One of the greatest things you can do is go down to the to uh, uh, a bookstore, get on Amazon or whatever it is now and just buy a ton of books and read them. And go 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 and get everybody's viewpoints on it and those kind of things. Even the better state would be, or the better, the better way to do it would be to hire a mentor. You know, I mentor people one on one and groups and so forth. And and what happens is, you know, anytime you get a mentor, it helps you focus and channel your focus and focus your thoughts. It also gives you insights as to oh god, I didn't look at that. It's like like Wes has been helping me with with some of the the verbiage in my uh, my website, as well as a current layout of my website doesn't flow the best for somebody looking at the website and going down. Which, by the way, the website is successwithrg.com. Here's a shameless plug, right? So in that thought pattern, Wes is helping me going through and adjusting and making it better. Why? Because he's on the outside. He's on the outside in, outside looking in, not on the inside looking out. And they always say that when you're working in your business, you forget to work on your business. And so now you go back and say, okay, I can go in and learn all this stuff. I can watch YouTube videos and I can get in Facebook groups and I can go to the real estate associations and I can get books and I can read and I can read and 100%. 100% 100% true Accurate all the way through it And some of the re, uh, Facebook groups are phenomenal I'm in, in many, many of those Out on Facebook and, and, you know, love to comment If you've got some questions And you're in part of those groups And shoot, just yesterday uh, discovered uh, uh, an old um, uh, Work associate That I didn't even uh, know We were together in the same Facebook group And anyway, so You get people that now you say to them, hey, I'm a real estate investor. They go, no, you're not. So now you come in and you begin to fake it until you make it, they say, right? And so you begin to put on this facade and you begin to play the game of, oh, now I am a a, a real estate investor where I was a hospice uh, caregiver, where I have retired from... The airline, and now I'm in the finance world, and and you know do all these different things, and you 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 keep questioning yourself: Are you really? Are you really? I don't know enough. I don't know enough. One of the things I did is way back when, when I was talking with my uh, my mentor, Doctor Kessler, in the beginning, it was always: <laughs> What do I do? What do I do? I'm a real estate investor. And that's when he taught me that no, that's who you are. What do you do? And so it was then along the lines of I help people, I provide houses for people, I uh, renovate, I buy ugly houses, I make them nice, and I put families in it. See, so now I'm starting to come up with some type of a a communication directive if you will of what it is I do right? and then it's how do you do that and then can you do it for me and that's always the capture right so when you're looking at marketing it's you know I, I stole it from my mentor and so people go okay what do you do Archie and I always tell them I make money for people I make money for people how do you do that I mentor, and then I go into that that, that the, the conversation of I mentor people to build out their real estate portfolio, the um, you know d- the different things along those lines. And, but but it opens it up. So you've got to come to you've got to come to an understanding of what it is you do. What do you do? How do you do it? And how do you do it for others? In that process, you go through this growth. You go through this growth of hope-believing, want-believing, get a mentor-believing off of their level, to implementation-believing, to success-confirmation, to hopefully-believing. Isn't it interesting? Now, follow my path again. As you go from hopefully believing, want them to believe, uh, leverage somebody else's beliefs, write on your mentor's beliefs, all of those kind of stuff, too. Implementation belief. I believe it's going to work. I hope it's going to work. I bel- I want it to work. I, my mentor says it'll work. I follow all those things it will work. And inside, I'm going, I don't know if it'll work. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm believing. I'm going on and on and on and on. And so you go through all of that. And then all of a sudden, you get some success. And now you have implement- implementation beliefs. And then you have success, confirmation, success, confirmation. However, our damn brains then want to go back to, okay, now I got to do it again. And if I'm going to do it again, now I'm back to hope, believe, want to believe, write somebody else's belief. And then you have another success. And now you got success confirmation. Then what happens, guys, is the more success confirmations you have, this, the the lower the the hope, want, and ride on beliefs happen. What I mean by that is you lower those because you strengthen your belief. Now you're on, I, I have confirmation. I have confirmation. I've been successful at all of this. So going through the thought pattern of, I no longer have to fake it till I make it. And I am now in the belief factor of I know. I'm in the confidence factor of I know. I'm in the 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 uh actual I've gone through the jungle, I've gone through the the, the uh the dump and I'm on the other side. And then we get a new strategy. Or then we get something else that hits us and we go back into our hope belief, want belief, ride the belief. And then we have our success and then we have success confirmation. So the the thing you got to look at is as you're going into any real estate business, any business in the real estate business, is there's so many moving parts. It's a very simple business, but there's a lot of moving parts. And I say, it's not easy. It's a simple business. You're looking for a deal that you can get at the right price, to fix it up and sell it at a higher price. You're looking for a seller who wants to, uh, who who has li- uh, 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 some flexibility of time, and so they can leverage it with you on a seller finance. And then you're going to exit out and make a higher profit on it. You're coming. In. So real estate is simple. The moving parts are how, what do you say? How, which formula do you use? Which strategy? Which paperwork? That that that's fine. That's all. All of the. You know, which is why you take time to learn or you hire a mentor and you go through all of that. That's all part of it. The simplicity, and just like I talked last week about uh, in our episode of 123 ABC, keeping it so super simple, is when you can narrow this down in your thought pattern that it is a simple business and then learn the moving parts when you need to know the parts. The worst thing you could ever do about any business is to push to discover everything before you get started. I mentioned several weeks ago, guys, in one of my past podcasts that Dr. Dennis Waitley always talked about four words, believe, begin, behave, become. And and he would always throw them up on the board and then he would say, okay, go ahead now and put them in the order of, of happenings, right? And everybody would go, believe, begin, behave, become. And reality is you must begin. You must begin something. Begin and then you believe. Then you behave. And then you become. So as you're setting in this game, right, now you come out of some whatever industry. And now you're stepping into, in my world, the real estate investing industry. And you know nothing about it. And so what you want to do is get in and learn. I get that. But you want to learn everything. You want to learn everything because you don't want to what? Make a mistake. I don't want to get in and make a mistake, so how can I? Man, I better learn everything. I better learn everything. Well, the challenge comes, especially in the real estate business, is that there are certain things you don't need to know until it happens. There are other things you don't need to know because others do. For example, how does Tidal pull all their stuff together and how do they work? I don't know. Let the title company do it. How does the mortgage, create? you know, how do mortgage lenders create all of their guidelines? I don't know, ask them, okay? That's the whole thing you gotta look at is, well, I need to understand mortgage financing. No, you don't. You need to understand what the terms are to the mortgage financing. You need to understand what the terms, the terms, whether the what the interest rate is, what the term length of time is, the payoff, the penalties, any of those kind of things. What are you playing in? That's the stuff you need to know, not the fact of how does it all work and how do they come up with it and why that interest rate and why does a hard money lender charge points? You need to understand what points are, but you don't need to understand why they charge it. They charge it because that's a less risk for them. They want a little bit of your money in the game. They call it skin in the game, right? So you set back and you. You go, oh, I got to know all this stuff. No. What you got to do is you got to start getting out there talking to people. What you got to do is get a list of properties coming into you so that you can start analyzing and valuing. Oh, I need to know all of there is to, to construction and rehab. No, you don't. There's contractors. See, that, that's where the majority of real estate investors starting out get so overwhelmed and then they go, oh my God, this stuff doesn't work. No, you're right. It doesn't work because you're not. Ideas don't work unless you do. Real estate investing doesn't work unless you work it. So as you step back and go through all this stuff, the greatest thing you can do is look at a book, look at a YouTube video. My opinion would be get a mentor because we can then guide you through all of that. Then take that and go, okay, what do I need to do? Place an ad. What does that ad need to look like? This. Okay. What do I say when they respond? This. Well, okay, do I need to know what to respond to them before I place the ad? No, because you don't know if the ad will work. So you spend all this time going into building out all of these responses, and the ad that you're running doesn't work. So why don't you go out there and fine tune the ad that you're running so that you can get responses, and then when you get the responses, you start building out your responses. See, that, that, that's the power. That's the power in progression. You know you want to be in a position. So let's take this. You want to go from full-time into self-employment. And going from full-time, you know, uh, W-2s, employment, that kind of stuff, and going into uh, self-employment. But then you sit back and go, yeah, but then I won't be with a paycheck. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So now you got this fear, okay? So how do you work to build up a scenario where you can stabilize or lower the fear, Right, that's putting a, th- a plan together, looking at okay, I'm W two, and I, you know, as soon as I can get this amount of money saved, or when this, yeah, that's one way. The other way is to dive in. But I don't know what your responsibilities are. You do, so you have to look at it that way. What if you simply said, hey, I want to do a wholesale deal, and I want to do it in either an assignment or a double close. I don't care how you move it, but you're going to do a wholesale deal. And those who don't understand what all of that is, please reach out to me, successwithrg at gmail.com. More than happy to answer the questions. But you want to do an assignment or a double close on this thing, but you got to get the property. Well, okay, what properties do you get? Well, I don't know. Okay. And that's a very good answer because you don't have a demand for What if you were to go out and get the demand first? What if you were to place an ad and said, investor has, uh, uh, or, or excuse me, excuse me, back it up. Investor specializes in securing properties for other cash investors. Reach out to us and let us know what you're looking for. What if it was something just that simple? Okay. Let us do the legwork for you. We specialize in securing properties available for big profits that we can wholesale, assign, or double close to other investors. You know, what if it was just something along those lines that you were straightforward and honest with your, your, your marketing? And then somebody out of the blue, man, maybe it might be Kansas City, Missouri, right? St. Louis, whatever. And they fire back and they go, hey, RG, I'm looking for single family houses at this price range, of, you know, three bedroom, two bath with this amount of work. I want to be at this profit margin, boom, boom, boom. Got it. In, in my marketing classes or in any of my classes, I always say this, or I use the example this way. It's like, okay, you want a single-family house, three-bedroom, two-bath pink. You want the color pink on it. Great. I'm going to go find a three-bedroom, two-bath house, and if it's not pink, I get a paint contractor, and I paint it pink, and then I deliver it to you because your demand has said, give me a three-bedroom, two-bath pink house. Now I can go out and start getting wholesale deals coming in or lists of properties, let me back that up, get lists of properties coming in, and then I can go ahead and start making the offers on them and get them secured and so forth. Then I can wholesale them out. The challenge is that everybody is so, so excited about getting that first deal, and then they push themselves into a position where it becomes desperation, and desperation does very foolish things in all areas of life. In all areas of life, you do, it kind of blows out the candle, right? Of, of common sense, of logic thinking. Desperation does, right? So if you take it in step by step and you learn that, wait a minute, wait a minute, what do I do? Let's back that right back to the thing, what do I do? Oh, I help people get into houses. Oh, I turn houses for profit. Oh, I provide other investors with wholesale deals that they can turn into profit. Oh, I work with the frustrated sellers that are unable to sell their property because of some weird thing, and I do it in a seller finance way. Oh, what do you do? No fake it till you make it. What do you do? See, that's the whole thing as we get into this, you know, the, the finance industry, the commercial industry, the interest-bearing industry says, you know, you need to be plastic fantastic. You need to have credit cards and run your debt up and live your life the way you want to live it, and you need to get into big, you know, big, big cars and and you know big houses and because that's the american dream and you need to do all those kind of stuff and we just get get involved with those things and you know until we sit back and learn and so we go okay no i don't need to do that i learned my lesson over here some of us never do learn our lessons and we you know struggle through those things um i i had a, a, you know a cons- my mind i'd set up a lot of stuff in my my uh, you know credit cards and and totally screwed it up and so now I run everything on cash. If I'm unable to buy it for cash, then I don't need it. It's just the way I look at it in in that scenario. Or <laughs> what I've done is I'm going to go do a real estate deal And I'm going to create the profit in that real estate deal, and from that profit, I'll go pay cash for it. Now, my wife's amazing with credit cards, and she handles it well, and she's got you know, she all you know pays them off and everything else, and my daughters and stuff are taken after mom, good thing, and you know all that kind of stuff. And so, so whatever that is for you guys, but that's the way society has pushed us. Right, you get into a consumer debt. Now, using credit cards, I use credit cards to to buy real estate right or to buy the the materials for the rehab of the real estate and then it's paid off and that way i'm floating money back and forth right as that i can get it at 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 minimal interest rates and if i can get it paid off before the end of the 30-day period and so forth then i've used it for zero interest and right does does that make sense out there so 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 a lot of that now that's the fake it till you make it concept if you think it as let's consume and let's be a big house and let's have a big car and all that kind of stuff when in reality you're not making any money, so you're, you're plastic fantastic and you're faking it until you make it. That's bullshit. What you need to do is create it as you make it. Create it as you make it. You need to get into this game and get into the thought pattern of going, okay, I know I don't know, and what I don't know is what I don't know, and so I'm going to reach out and I'm going to learn. I'm going to hit a mentor, or I'm going to learn it in the books, or I'm going to take the time and all that kind of stuff, and I'm going to put it through. Then I'm going to make a decision as to what is it I want to do. Now, you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things, okay? That's why I broke it down into you know, the the simple things like last week of cash, cash flow and, and estate building, the one, two, three, A, B C concept. And keeping it down very, very simple. Okay, so if I get a deal across here, is this a cash or cash flow? Is this a lump sum or residual? Okay, great. Then that that in that case I'm gonna learn all of the strategies on a residual to be able to step in and take it in a, an ownership or controlling property that I can then um create that residual income. Okay. Again For those out there that are listening to all of this and not understanding all these concepts and everything that I'm talking about, please, successwithrg at gmail.com. Just email me. I'm happy to talk to you about it. Listen to the podcast. You know, reach out, follow us on all the social medias, and and it's all at successwithrg and find out all of the different things that we're talking about and how they work. Then make your decision of how you want to implement those into your business and or in your life. Guys, so so again, coming back to this, the whole premise that you got to think through is what do you do? How do you do it? And how do you do it for them? Right? That's the game. That's the game. And it's funny because I've been teaching this for so many years and yet, you know, how, how, how it's always funny. They say the cobbler's kids never have shoes, the contractor's houses, there's something always unfinished, right? I am amazed, you know, I, I, I'm amazed that I fell into the trap, if you will, of teaching it and not implementing it. And it took somebody on the outside, Wes Blackwell, it took, took somebody on the outside for them to kick back and go, dude, your website is just more of a... Uh, informational brochure. It's a travel uh, brochure. It does not say who you are, what you do and how you do it. It just moves around nicely. So, so I'm working on that. See, So we all learn, right? And it, and it's, it's create it as you make it. Not create it until you make it. Create it as you make it. And that's all part of it. So you could say create it until you make it. Because again, remember, let's go back over it. You start out with Hope belief, want belief, ride somebody else's belief until you have implementation belief, until you have success confirmation. Hope belief, want belief, ride somebody else's belief, implementation belief, success confirmation. That's the way it all plays. And so who are you? What do you do? How do you do it for others? Writing the belief, getting the confirmation, and then you build upon it. So no more is it fake it till you make it. No more is a plastic fantastic. Guys, it's what do you do? How do you do it? How do you do it for others? Okay, a lot, a lot, a lot of things we just did in 30 minutes. And and man, I'm just so grateful that you guys hang with me as I you know talk through and ramble through all of these things. It's just the thoughts that come with me. And I'm very grateful that the inspiration happens as it goes and, and can share with you. Very, very excited, guys, that you can, uh, uh, if you you will, please reach out to me. Again, successwithrg at gmail.com. Successwithrg.com is the website. It's going to be a better website when you go there now. Just enjoy the uh, uh, little travel brochure, and we'll have it all fixed, and it'll all work for you. Some of the buttons are not even working. You know, uh, Wes, help me with that one. So, a lot of things, man. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of this. Next week, we're going to be talking uh, about additional business ideas, uh, real estate strategies, and so forth, and and get into how you can really build out your business over the next, you know, uh, ninety days, and so. Uh, real exciting. I've got some again, some additional uh, special guests coming in. I'm gonna be traveling again here real soon. I've got to wait this week out, uh, the next week or so. Let's see, this week I've got dance competition with my daughter. It's a daddy-daughter dance competition performance. I guess not competition performance. And then next week I'm gonna be in southern Utah with a dance performance with my 13 year old. And I'm also obviously going to be broadcasting live from down there. And uh, then I'm gonna be heading for Vegas and I'm be in Vegas for a little while broadcasting from Vegas and then I'll be back and then I'm heading for LA Um, then after that I'm Pushing, trying to the schedule is really weird, and going to get a schedule with another uh, hang with RG uh, uh, live out in Dallas Fort Worth area. We will get all of that set up, so you know watch our watch our our calendars and where we're going and all of that good stuff. And thank you so much for always joining me here. Again, please subscribe to Hang with RG podcast. Jump out to YouTube, subscribe to that uh, YouTube channel uh, uh, RG williams hang with rg and you guys as always man please please reach out successwithrg at gmail.com so grateful for everything Um, just a guy from utah that's figured out how to make money and want to share it with you guys so enjoy life be happy be excited and remember dream it believe it and live it don't forget to hit the button and subscribe and to learn more Go to successwithrg.com.